0: 100%. I mean, for me, ever since I started writing music, it's been like therapeutic for me. Like that was basically something that I just had to do. So the most exciting thing for me is like the process of writing a song and feeling like I'm getting this idea out of me and into some sort of like physical form of some kind or something. So it's like that for me is the most exciting part. And then when I start thinking about the production of it, that's also really exciting because it's like it can go anywhere. So when when it's kind of like locked in and finished, it's like, it's a beautiful thing but it's also just like so strange to kind of have this idea like solidified
1: today on the show we are joined by singer songwriter jay feelbender around the recording of this conversation he just released his latest single big game and that's about to be part of a six track ep being released on march 25th Titled Enter the Mirror, and he is fantastic. There's a few tracks out with videos right now for that EP, each very unique to their own and I totally recommend you guys checking that out. And throughout this episode as we talk about the new EP, the new single he just released, we kind of dive into his creative journey of being an artist over the pandemic, how tours got canceled with his band Goodbye Honolulu, and him really getting to explore his craft as a solo artist while diving into many other introspective subjects. This was a great talk. I hope you guys enjoy it. And here's Jay Fieldbender. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. How you doing? Oh, great, man. Grats on the single today. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and with the single, too, you got the the music video rocking with that, too. And it's awesome. Uh, I, I uh, was just watching it before you came on, too. And I, I got like some like old school kind of like Beck, like oh, yeah. hip hop, like rock vibes. And uh, I totally. loved it because it's just like a sound like I haven't heard in a while i guess you know it's like very stimulating to me and something that kind of connects like a bit of nostalgia with the type of music i grew up listening to
0: totally yeah it was definitely some kind of like 90s uh inspo back um probably some beastie boys so yeah all that's definitely in there yeah right on and this is part of like a bigger ep that's coming out right yeah should be out at the end of march that's kind of the plan right now um and it's the third single and then it's gonna gonna come out in
1: march yeah yeah wicked yeah this morning too i also checked out the other singles too and i just love the videos man and uh it seems like so far each track uh has a has a bit of a different vibe to it is this like an intentional thing is it going to keep going throughout like the ep or
0: yeah it is intentional actually um basically i i've been talking with a lot of my friends recently i feel like growing up in the 90s for me i i was like inspired by so many different types of music like surrounding me in the pop charts at that point there wasn't just like one type of music it was pretty like across the board so I definitely felt like growing up I had so many different influences um and then making these EPs that I'm working on uh I basically wanted to bring that into into my kind of inspiration for it and just like have each song kind of have a different um meaning behind it
1: yeah that's really cool yeah it's just got a raw feeling but it's also like Polished, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to explain. Like it's it's like uh I don't know if it's like stripped down but good, you know. And uh and, mm-hmm. and it's in a real feeling. And I always got that feeling from like uh, music in the '90s too. It's like you could listen to a song and it would sound the same way live, or like if you listen to like a band, like a just off the top of the head, like Nirvana. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like you're there, like in the garage with them type of yeah yeah deal or whatever. And that's something like I've always appreciate it and i feel like not to knock on like the new way of doing music and over polishing too i feel like there's an art in that as well but uh i don't know i just like uh i feel like you get a bit of more of a connection to it when it just feels Mm. a little real you know
0: i agree and it's funny you say that because basically jay fieldbender was my solo project that was kind of aside from the band i was in called goodbye honolulu And um, it always was kind of the music I was making at my house. And I always wanted to be more like lo-fi. I always wanted to be kind of more just like in the garage kind of feeling. Um, But then recently I wanted to kind of like step it up, but I wanted to keep that energy. So I'm really happy that you say that because I basically went to the studio with that in mind and I wanted it to sound kind of better on a new level of quality, but still hold that heart in it. So.
1: Oh, that's really dope. Yeah. Mission accomplished, man. Yeah, and uh, nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was reading to you, like in your press release, you were saying, or I was saying that uh, you wrote this EP, like over the pandemic and uh, I'm noticing as I'm like talking to like different artists, like, and even close friends of mine who are musicians over this time, it seems like everybody was just kind of writing music. Cause you couldn't go out and tour or whatever. And uh, just kind of having that isolation um, and everything. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, my band was supposed to go on a whole tour. We were supposed to go to the UK, um, and obviously, all that just got shut down. So it was definitely at the beginning, just like, "What are we doing? What do I do now?" (laughs) But then, of (laughs) course, the thing you turn to is just what you know, what I know, which is writing music. You know, so at the beginning, I definitely had it like the first summer of the lockdown. I basically just kind of like went into isolation at uh my, my, my parents were out of town um, and my girlfriend and I have an apartment together, but it was obviously very claustrophobic being there mm-hmm, <laughs> for yeah. so long and not being able to leave. So at a certain point I went to my parents' house that they weren't at and just kind of like hunkered down for two weeks and just recorded a bunch of demos. So a lot of
1: the EP came from that and uh, big game was one of those as well. Yeah, that's dope. And even uh, going back to like watching or watching the first video from uh, this EP, Cheap Whiskey, it seems like you're kind of poking fun at the pandemic, too. And I thought it was like in a very clever way and people listening to this, you got to see the video for this. Uh, I just loved it. Like you were like in the bubble, like walking down the street and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. It was super cool.
0: That was actually the director of Warren P. Sinoda, who's who's um, a, a great filmmaker uh, in Canada and globally. Um, but that was his idea to do the bubble. We talked to him and uh, the whole song is obviously kind of about, you know, isolation, being in the pandemic, being alone, which is kind of ironic because I'm in a city in Toronto usually that has, you know, tons of people in it, millions of people in it, um, but feeling so alone. So that was kind of the the theme behind Cheap Whiskey. And then Warren just heard that and thought of this like plastic bubble, which was so great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it sounds like like the maybe the message behind the song is like kind of deep and heavy, but like, I love like the contrast with the video and it was really fun. Like even like uh, you have a moment where like, it's like a hole in it and you're like patching it up with like. Duct tape. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that's, um that's a feeling like a lot of people could relate to, like, uh, especially like speaking for myself too. It's like, I'm in Toronto as well too. And uh, I feel like just kind of what happened over the last couple of years with, with all the isolation too, it's like, left myself with like feelings of like just loneliness too and even Mm -hmm. i think being forced to just kind of sit down with your own thoughts and maybe think about things of like life and everything that you haven't dug around to and it's just new weird internal introspective territory going on
0: totally i feel like a lot of people were forced to confront things that maybe they've been trying not to think about, or could like push away by just being busy. But as soon as that's all kind of taken away from you, it's like, you're kind of forced to confront those things, which can be helpful and can be important, but it can also be pretty scary.
1: Yeah, definitely. Actually uh, my last guest, uh, Justine Giles, uh, or Justine Giles, she has a single coming out today as well too. And we talked about it too. And it seemed like you guys were on like a similar wavelength of like, just taking that isolation and turning mm-hmm. it into art and mm-hmm. i think that's a beautiful thing about being a musician and we also talked about that in this episode or that episode where it's almost like you could take something that's uh uncomfortable or painful and then flip it upside down and like make something beautiful out of it like make a song mm-hmm. that people connect to or even like you can tour it and make money off it too it's like the biggest like fuck you back to the universe in a way yeah yeah Totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that concept of it hundred percent. It's, it's tough. Like, I don't know how, um, what age the, your other guest was, but I've been talking to a lot of my friends kind of in their like mid twenties to like early thirties. And I feel like, especially during that age, it's like, there's kind of a mindset of like, I need to achieve, this is my time to like progress in my chosen field and gain mm-hmm. as much experience as possible. So for to have that mindset and then also being basically trapped inside for two years is like such a strange thing because it's such a strange thing to kind of have to be like I thought this would be the time where I'd be like doing the most and you can do stuff obviously but it's not the things that maybe a lot of us were picturing like touring or like playing shows or any of those sorts of things but you do I think have to look at it in, you have to look at it in some sort of positive light
1: yeah definitely yeah and I connect to what you said too and maybe you just uh, taught me a little bit more about my (laughs) discomfort over this time too it's like I feel like I had like momentum with what I do with like the interviews and like had like a sponsored studio too and then just everything pulled under the rug and it's like Mm -hmm. oh how am I doing this now and it kind of seems like uh, you had a situation too where you were in a band that was very healthy touring and then it's just like we're about to go on tour and it's like, Nope. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And then just trying to still do what you do, but like figuring out like how in like the new way of everything. It's, it
0: can be, I mean, it's sad. Like I I was, I'm in LA right now actually with, uh, with my girlfriend. Nice. Nice. A month, but we're coming back. I'm coming back to Toronto uh, this weekend actually, but I was talking to this promoter who works in the UK and he was just saying that, there was a lot of bands that were kind of buzzing right at the beginning of the pandemic that were seeming like, you know, they were on the upward trend and he just seen so many bands just like basically end over the last mm, two
1: years. Yeah, it's just so
0: yeah. sad. It makes sense because it's just like, especially, I feel like this has been a time <clears throat> for solo artists to thrive because it's like, you know, you can <laughs> act independently versus so many bands have kind of fell to the wayside because it's so hard to get together and do stuff as a, as a team when, you're not supposed to be getting together.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Even like things like rehearsal spaces and all that are like shut down. But mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it feels like things are kind of getting pushed on the uprise right now. And people are getting like, uh I don't know, in a healthy mindset of like getting out there and being an artist too. But I don't know where oh, just things have been so random lately, especially in Ontario where like a couple oh, yeah. months ago, we had like another lockdown too. It's just like, I don't know if it's just like me thinking too much on the negative. I'm like, um, oh, this could just all get taken away tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's where my brain's at right now. Cause it's like, it wouldn't even surprise me anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to get disheartened. My, my mindset now is just yeah. kind of like, especially just
0: in terms of progressing is like, there's really no time limit on anything, you know? Yeah. Part, it's like, <laughs> I think there is a mind, like I was saying a mindset of like, I got to get this done at this point in my life or it won't happen. But it's like, you know, there's so many stories of people who don't even find their passions until way later on in life. So I think it's important to just remember that there's not really a time limit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it's and it's very freeing to get into that mindset too. And like, yeah, like you mentioned, like, even like a guy, like an actor, like uh, Morgan Freeman, I don't think he, they found him till he was like, in his 50s. And yeah, 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 you mentioned too, it's like, uh I noticed like, yeah, people like in their later 20s, like in 30s, and like myself, it's just like, there's almost like this panic when you're in that mode of I'm growing and I'm figuring out what I'm doing. And then nope, is cut off. And like, yeah, <laughs> who, who knows? But, Definitely. Yeah, I feel yeah.
0: like hopefully we're at a time now where we'll be able to start moving through this. And like, you know, we've had, but we have a little pockets over the last two years of times where it's seeming like, Oh, you know, we can get back together and then it falls again. And Ontario is especially strict. Um, which is good. But, you know, coming to L.A., it was just it been so strange. It's like we got here and just felt like <laughs> there wasn't a pandemic yeah. going on, um, which was kind of
1: freaky at first, but also at some points was felt kind of freeing, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. And uh, yeah. yeah, even uh, with the new single, too, it's, it's cool to kind of like read up on it and that uh, hearing that your mom directed the video as well. Mm-hmm. And she's uh she's a film professor, right? Yeah. Yeah, she. Uh, I mean, she. She's
0: first and foremost a filmmaker, and uh, I've been acting in her film since I was like, well, the first short film I was in. I think I was maybe like seven, maybe even younger than that.
1: Oh no way! So, That's cool.
0: So we've been working together for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right on. I suppose, and in some ways, I was her, her biggest art project, maybe. So yeah, <laughs> and my sister. you got to use your resources that are yeah (laughs) Yeah. we were the we were the easiest uh, um, actors to nab being in the house all the time but yeah so we've been working together for a long time she is a professor at York University um, as well but yeah so I mean she's obviously I've always been like showing her my music videos and showing her my music obviously my dad's also a musician so both my parents are in the arts world and very supportive so I've always been kind of like you know every step of the way showing them what i've been doing and then I at a certain point it. when i came with this ep and i'm showing my family my mom was like i gotta do a video for this like at some point yeah so, that's
1: so sick yeah yeah
0: this one i think struck out, stuck out to her because same things you were saying she loves Beck. she loves beastie boys so when she heard that one she was like oh i really want to do a video for this and uh yeah i was more than happy to to do it so it was super fun
1: yeah, yeah, and the the visuals like matched the uh, the music perfectly too, and it's a quick it's a quick banger too. It just kind of like punches you like in a couple minutes, and then it's like, oh damn! Like <laughs> I was okay. grooving, I was like hoping it would go on a little more, but it's it's that's a, that's pretty cool about it too. It's kind of got like uh, I guess that punk rock spirit. It's like you go in, you kick ass, and then out next next to <laughs> totally.
0: Yeah, I think it's like under two minutes, which probably my probably my shortest song, yeah. on the EP um but yeah that's totally the mindset where it's just like come in go hard kick ass get out hopefully that that uh inclines people to
1: just be like oh i need to hear that again you know i mean yeah for sure and with the solo stuff have you uh played any of it live or have you just always been with the the bands before well it's kind of been i had a i had like another solo project called headspace like when
0: i basically first like out of high school started making my solo music um at that point, the Headspace meditation app hadn't taken off yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and once that happened. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." Like, he- every, if you Google Headspace, it's like that's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> yeah, guided
1: meditation. Yeah,
0: it's cool, but like you know, it pushes my things a little farther down in the search engine. And then also, there's like a German metal band or something, which also was like seemingly did pretty well. So <laughs> there's a bit of competition on the name front. Um, but I was fine with that. Cause again, at that point it was just so like, it was so just for me to make music and have an outlet. Um, but then I think about two, three years ago, I I decided to just do the name change, um, to J field bender. And I did do like two more kind of albums in, in that kind of lo-fi bedroom, uh, vibe, but I basically took that down because I wanted to start fresh with this new stuff. So.
1: Right on. That's gotta be a, a freeing feeling too. It's just kind mm-hmm. of, uh, I don't know, just have that fresh start mindset and almost a feeling it's like, hey, I could do whatever I want and I don't <laughs> yeah. have to be trapped to almost the, the old concept of what you were doing before. And that's awesome. Totally,
0: I know it's, it's kind of freeing to be able to do that, especially when it's all kind of at this point, pretty just digital. So it's mm-hmm. like you have the power to really do that people don't have the physical copies so it's like man. if you want to take something down it's not that i'm not proud of that stuff though i still have it on uh on band camp and stuff like that it's just like on the streaming platforms also to answer your question back then i used to play shows as like headspace and stuff but i actually haven't played shows as Jfield bender i think i may have played one show like right before the pandemic but
1: all right on and um like uh this sounds like beyond yourself you know like uh so do you plan on like uh maybe playing or like or even touring like this type of music in and would you have to like get a band together and everything or do you have like people in mind already or um yeah people in mind I mean
0: I the the person I produced it with his name is Braden Sauter he runs a studio called Marquis Sound he's my brother-in-law um so he played all the drum parts he played a bunch of stuff with me on it but he played all the drum parts and he's also in my girlfriend's band um her name's Luna Lee And uh he plays in her band as well. He's a phenomenal drummer and producer. So I would probably, if possible, have him in the band. But he has a child with my sister. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's connected. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Having children doesn't make it the easiest to like you know be touring and stuff like that. But they've been pulling it off. So I don't know. He's definitely in there. My sister plays bass too. So I got some people in, in mind for sure. And I definitely want to play it live. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, right on, right on. And uh yeah it's like it's uh, it's super cool to just like uh i i'm very intrigued to hear the rest of this ep too because like like i mentioned before uh uh each song so far has seemed a little different and how mm-hmm. how many tracks are you gonna have on this thing um so actually when i went in and
0: recorded with and recorded a bunch of songs so i'm kind of still like solidifying the last details of it but it looks mm-hmm. like it's gonna be six songs yeah
1: and mm-hmm. um kind of finishing this uh, this is kind of like the 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 new step in your music uh, career or whatever just like uh, the way you want to express yourself how do, how do you feel after like completing the EP um it was good I mean it was funny because we actually
0: went into the studio with the mindset of re-recording some old stuff and then once I was there I was like I have a bunch of new music like I'd love to just record this and, and Braden was like oh yeah let's go for it so our kind of mindset was just, we didn't really have anything planned. It really was just like, let's just record for fun and see what happens. And then in, like after a couple songs, we were like, OK, this is like going well. Let's just keep going, make an EP, make as much as we can. So it felt really good to, to do that. But we weren't really going in with the mindset of like, we're going to make this whole project It kind of just like started to happen. Um, but I love being in the studio. Like, that's kind of my favorite. Well, I mean, I love performing live too, but I love being in the yeah. studio. So for me, it's almost sad when it ends. <laughs> yeah. Play time over type of yeah, <laughs> feeling. Yeah. It's yeah, almost, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's almost like, it's almost like, I don't know, sad when you, when you finish it and you're just like, oh, now we're like done in the studio. And it's just kind of the things that we've been working towards is, is here. And then releasing it is a whole other kind of fun game. But just having it done is like, wow, I, I, there's a bit of pride, but
1: I'm also like, oh, man. yeah 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 it it seems like you really love like the process too and Mm -hmm. like i don't know i find like when i talk to uh different artists on this thing uh like it's almost like the making of whether it's like a song or a comedy bit or a film or whatever it kind of like can fall into like this flow state and that almost to go full circle what you're talking about with the meditation that's like almost like a creative mind, uh, form of meditation of just getting mm-hmm. lost in the, the zone. hundred percent. I mean,
0: for me, ever since I started writing music, it's been like therapeutic for me. Like that was basically something that I just had to do. So the most exciting thing for me is like the process of writing a song and feeling like I'm getting this idea out of me mm-hmm. and into some sort of like physical form of some kind or something. So it's like that for me is the most exciting part And then when I start thinking about the production of it, that's also really exciting because it's like, it can go anywhere when it's kind of of like locked in and finished. It's like, it's a beautiful thing, but it's also just like so strange to kind of have this idea like solidified.
1: Yeah. I also love when you can fall into that zone too, and like not think about like the problems of the world or whatever. And even like, as you're doing it, it's like, Almost time doesn't exist in a way. Like you can go to the studio in the morning, and next thing you know, it's like the next day, like four in the morning. It's like what happened? Like just like yeah, this creative blackout, you know? And it's like it's like a healthy way of doing it. And like I know some yeah. people have their vices, like whether it's like drugs or alcohol. But like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel. Do you feel like you get like a high from like uh, producing uh, music and stuff like that, or playing oh, yeah. live and everything?
0: For sure. I mean, playing live has its own like set of adrenaline that just yeah. like kicks in when you're, you know, performing in front of people. But I definitely feel like creating, uh, that definitely gives me a certain type of high for sure. Um, And it's like something that I just like could not live without for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because I love sure. that way of recording, like you're saying, like just like staying up all night in the studio and just like getting shit done. Yeah. When I was for this recording process, I went in with, with Braden and I like stayed over at his place. For like a week straight so we literally just were like waking up going to the studio recording until like the night and then just like going until we couldn't go anymore going to yeah. sleep getting up going back and recording again so that was like
1: an all i love that process yeah that's so dope too and like like you mentioned uh like playing live too it's like its own kind of high and uh i feel like i got a taste of that like uh, i dabbled in like some stand-up comedy like a, a few years ago mm-hmm. and i remember like one day it went really really well and i wish i could like almost bottle that feeling and like inject it into somebody who's like never done it before too. Cause mm-hmm. like even like I've had times where like I bombed like super hard, but I kept going back because like I remembered how like the good <laughs> <it> felt oh, <laughs> and yeah. uh and yeah like uh I've I've never played live music before like but uh like I can imagine it's like almost a a similar rush where you just get a connection with the people and like mm-hmm especially like I feel like sometimes there's this unspoken energy in the air of everybody just kind of like vibing to it and I don't know that's just just such a beautiful thing
0: yeah it's amazing I mean that's that it's like the two sides of the coin I feel like one side of creating art and music specifically is is very like personal and it's Mm -hmm. something that like I have to do and a lot of artists I know have to do because it's like for them and then when you prefer when you play live like that's where it kind of flips and it's like that's when your music hopefully can connect with other people and that's like the whole other kind of aspect that's super beautiful is just like when someone will come up to you after a show and be like oh that song I heard that song and it really meant a lot to me or whatever it is or even just seeing you live was so fun and those sorts of things can just like oh yeah I forgot that I wrote this for myself basically but it can connect to other people and like you know sometimes help other people or just make them feel something which is honestly amazing
1: yeah for sure and like uh like you mentioned like it's like such an isolating thing to produce but then like getting it out there and like you really don't know until like you put it out there to the people too and I've talked to like bands and comedians and stuff like that where they they said like uh maybe they did like a filler joke and that's the one that like landed and like it's like oh my god like I didn't know like people would connect to that and even like bands with like certain songs that they just threw in the playlist where they're like oh this one's our big hit and then that gets crickets and then like another yeah. like just random one like pops off like everybody coming up to them. that's our favorite type of thing yeah. it's such like an interesting i don't know just like social like experiment in a way <laughs> as well too when you think about it
0: that's the funny thing is you really never do know what what's going to connect with people and what's not mm-hmm. um, and that's the other thing about playing live and and comedy too or whatever it is it's like the the not the fear but like the knowledge that it could all be a disaster is kind of mm-hmm. like it's kind of what makes it amazing too yeah. like knowing yeah. that you could mess up horribly <laughs> <laughs> is like a beautiful thing um because there's not really those sorts of stakes when you're just like sitting in your bedroom which, yeah for sure which is awesome because you have time to experiment but like it's just a whole other thing
1: yeah and when when you're playing something new does it feel uh do you get like a vulnerable feeling like when you're about to do it for like the first time or like, is it totally is it nerves yeah. or hundred percent? Yeah. I mean, I usually find that before I perform,
0: I get, I get like nervous. Um, my, my, my friend told me at one point, like when I first started performing that like fear is also just excitement. So I always try to think like I'm nervous, but I can just channel that into like being so excited for this. So mm-hmm. I try to do that um it's not as easy as just saying it but like it's something I try to think about before I perform um and then also I usually find as soon as I step out on stage it kind of just vanishes usually oh
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah as soon as I get out there it's like I usually start talking a lot (laughs) I I just end up talking a lot because I'm excited and then that makes it easier for me because I'm immediately connecting with the audience and like I can just talk back and forth with them and for me that just like makes it so much more personal and then I'm like let's go let's play some music so
1: yeah, that's awesome, and that's that's such a true thing to like the the pre stage nerves too. And like, I got some friends who like get it like really really bad, and then it's like whether they hit like the first like chord or like they uh, they tell the first joke, it's just all of a sudden it's, it's it's interesting. It's like this weight just falls off their shoulder. It's like okay, no, I'm fine. Like yeah. I'm like not scared. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm gonna throw up anymore. And it's just. Totally.
0: Yeah, yeah once you're doing it you're doing it and I, to a certain extent i also feel like i mean i've been playing live for like 10 years now or something probably more mm-hmm. than that and so uh, to a certain extent it's like muscle memory at this point um you know i'll walk on stage and be like i can't remember any i can't remember any, any of the songs <laughs> and yeah. i'm like for a <laughs> second i'm just already playing it i'm like oh yeah no i know everything
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah but there's
0: awesome. always that like mind wipe at first where you're like i forget i can't i can't do this <laughs> and then you're like
1: yeah well, yeah, and it, it seems like uh, performing's like just been like a big part of your life too. Like you mentioned, uh, acting in your mom's films when you were like seven and stuff. And do you still act at all? Or? I really enjoy acting. Um,
0: it's always been something I like. I really, I really enjoy doing, and I'm passionate about. Speaking of like stage anxiety, I always just like never. I was really bad with auditions. Like I just get really nervous, and I think it's just like. And it actually, you know what? Performing live musically too being in like a room with like four people with the idea of like them basically like judging you, like just for the, for that sole purpose of being like, so show us what you have. And it's like four people in a room. Like that's just, that's just like terrifying. Like no one should have
1: to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you could see each one of their emotions and like, feel their eyes on you. And yeah, Yeah. I've never uh, been to like an acting audition, but I can imagine like how, terrifying it could be especially if you really want the role and mm-hmm. i know people like uh who are older who like do acting for a living and it's like mm-hmm. almost not even wanting the role it's like yo i need this to like pay yeah, my yeah. rent next month too and then 100%. it's a whole other like beast like it's yeah it's such a crazy world and speaking
0: of that nervousness where your mind kind of goes blank like when i when i play live musically i feel like these are my songs. Like there's no, no one's can tell me that this is the right way to play them or whatever. It's like, this is my, mm-hmm. this is my thing. When you're going in for an audition, it's like, there are lines that you're supposed to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's not really up to me to be like improving on the lines or whatever, unless that's called for. So it just adds a whole extra level of pressure. And then, then when I had those like mind kind of blank things, there wasn't just like a, I can just do what I want. It's like, no, I have to follow the script. So Anyway, I really enjoy acting if I if I do with my friends, if I do if there's like a role that comes up or whatever, like I'm I'm more than happy to do that. But the whole auditioning process
1: kind of like just was too much stress for me. oh yeah I can imagine too and it's uh yeah it seems like uh music's a little like more laid back you know and yeah and cool and and yeah yeah no no that's that's really awesome to hear and uh just kind of learn a lot about you too it's like Mm -hmm. yeah I can even tell like in your videos like you're very animated and stuff so it's it's amazing how you can combine like so many like different things uh in your life and turn it into like one special thing as well. And even like, I think it's so dope with uh, the latest single uh, big games that even have your mom involved with the video Mm -hmm. too. And it's just, it just seems like a perfect piece of the puzzle of like (laughs) probably different things in your life all coming together right now, you know?
0: Well, that's the thing is like, I do love film and I've grown up loving film. And for me, it's something like I would be interested in writing or directing for sure. And like a lot of my friends are in the film world too. So it's definitely something I'm interested in. And I've always been super interested in those, the fusion of music and film. They just go hand in hand, you know? Yeah, so yeah. that's why I'm also super interested in like, I, I, I'm really interested in getting my music placed in films. um, And like, because I so many times I've found great bands or like, you know, when, have you seen those things where there's like a horror movie and they'll just take the music out to like show you what it's like. And the, 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 like, fear factor of it is just immediately gone
1: yeah yeah it's it's or even they did did that with like sitcoms and took out out like the the laugh track and it's just like these aren't even jokes they're just saying like it's like these looks like a like a conversation between like insane people (laughs) yeah yeah well yeah sound is like lots of people say it's like the most important part of uh like films and everything too mm because you can like, you can tell a story on the radio too and everything, but I don't know. It's like visually, like it's, it just seems off if it's not Mm -hmm. on point, you know? And uh, it's, I feel like it's something like a lot of us when we're watching movies too, you don't really think about when it's really well done, you know, it just, cause it seems so naturally, but uh, I don't know, even like I do videography and I've done like some shitty projects to where i like when i first started that i can't even look at right now but a lot of the issue was like because the sounds off in a certain way or like placing things in weird spots and stuff Mm. like that but
0: yeah it's wild how much that can affect the, the the film or whatever piece it is and so yeah i've always been i always i love the i love the pairing of that and like noticing that in film so it's like for me that's something i'm super interested in
1: as well yeah, dope. With the EP as well, are you going to make a video for uh every song?
0: I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I feel like I mean, if I did that, some of the videos would come out after the EP, but I mean, I don't I think that's cool. Um so yeah, I mean, there's, I've already done three videos. So, yeah, I'm thinking about doing three videos for all them. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, and
1: and they're great too. I just want more selfishly, so. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll take that yeah.
0: heart and I'll do it for you.
1: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. no, that's so dope. And it's great to, to meet you today, too. And uh, yeah, before I, I know you've been doing like some other media today, too. So I'm not going to take up uh, too much of your time, but uh, oh, no, great, great talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we uh, take off, is, is uh, can you tell the people like where they can find you? I know, like. That's mm. always an exhausting question because there's so many social media platforms yeah, right yeah. now and everything. But. Well,
0: luckily, like we were saying before, I mean, with the Headspace thing, it was so much harder to find. But Jay Fieldbender, actually, no one has that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fire. So, yeah, that's a, that's a lesson for uh, aspiring artists to Google, mm-hmm. like, your idea and see what's out there, too. Yeah, Because cause the way the world is right now, too, like, search optimization is so important, to, mm-hmm. even for people to find you. Totally. I mean, there was that wave of artists that like would like change their name slightly.
0: Like it was a word like churches or like waves or those where they would, yeah, add, they'll like,
1: take out like a vowel or something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: So that kind of stuff. And I, I, I'm i convinced that was purely up for that. Yeah. So <laughs> that, because if someone looked up churches, there's not, they're not going to find that band.
1: Yeah. So they had to, yeah.
0: They had to it up a little bit. So yeah, Jay Fieldbender for me was, was, was good for in, in that sense for sure. So yeah, you can basically find all my stuff at, J Feel um yeah i have a website jfeelbender.com it's on spotify instagram twitter uh you know all the all the social all the social things
1: yeah right on right on and yeah today uh we're gonna even though this episode is not coming out today it's coming out next week uh we'll be sharing um the the song that came out today big game and everything too and uh yeah we'll continue to to follow the the journey you know it's it's cool it's exciting it seems like you got uh like like you mentioned like kind of like a, a breath of fresh air with this new project too and it's yeah. uh it's an infectious spirit and um i recommend everybody uh checking out your stuff so yeah thanks for talking to me today man thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it yeah cheers we'll keep in touch and uh have a good one man sure have a good day Hope you guys enjoyed that talk with Jay Fieldbender. Like we mentioned, the EP, it comes out on March 25th. And definitely check it out. And check out all the videos that's been released so far around that. We got more episodes coming for you around the corner. Maybe even two being dropped this week and we thank you for taking the time to listen to these and like always before we leave we got to give the biggest thanks to all of you absolute legends on the patreon and first up the co-producer jeremy hopkin of hopkin design the queen ola mazuka of sonic fold ryan watkins of ryan radio amanda mcknight of top 10 nerd pat maloney ryan campbell daniel son Devin Staple, Devin McBride- I'm getting tongue twisted- Devin Devin McBride, Ramshi, it's hammer time, baby, Mike Julio, Jenny Potter, Jared Pepper Bronstein aka Mr. Spicy, and last but not least Francis Coffer aka my mom. Thanks once again if you want to get these episodes extra early, raw and uncut or want to show a little bit of support and get your name shouted out at the end of every one of these episodes you can go to patreon.com slash the creative imbalance and if you don't have the means to do that and you just enjoy these episodes give it a like give it a comment give it a share to somebody you think would enjoy it and yeah spread some love as we're getting some momentum back into the podcast and every little bit Helps. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Cheers. The are
0: on the track. One day gone, and the world keeps spinning. Life's a big game, and I just can't win it. I want it, I'll take it, all, give it all back. If I fuck it all up, then I won't feel. Tomorrow, then I'll do it today.
1: I'm only feeling okay. I got this shit in my brain, and if I push you away, I bet I'll put you away. Man, one day gone, and the world keeps spinning. Life's
0: a big game, and I just can't win.